In short, there are three things that last, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love.
and um, of course this is this recording in particular is for Tuesday but still as I say in that human timeline if we're looking at that it's still Easter all the way until the 5th of June Sunday the 5th of June which will be Pentecost Sunday so um, I am just looking to see what my timing's like just to make sure this is still recording properly and it is um, so yeah let's see what actually comes up for today whether we will have some sort of scripture or you know whether I am just going to continue speaking from the Holy Spirit about what is relevant uh, precisely for the here and the now. I get the term eyesight because I'm looking around right now at all of these beautiful glowing green fields perspective of how close each tree is and um, and then the speed at which I'm actually traveling at as well and this beautiful blue sky with these biggest is it cumulonimbus is coming back to me with the environmental aspect of it, you know, and um, science. Um, very interesting. But um, I think it is cumulonimbus. It's so kind of like fluffy, sort of like marshmallowy type of clouds, but a lot of blue sky um, all around, which is really nice. So it's just been such a lovely and warm day. Apparently, sunshine really started to come about from Easter Sunday and then of course today as well on Monday isn't that interesting the sunshine just literally starting on Easter Sunday and not before so interesting well I wonder how long this will keep up um, you know we are known for having this very balanced type of a weather system here in Scotland where we're very blessed that our crops grow because we have a good amount of sunshine but we also do have an even amount of rainfall as well which is kind of really required to be able to grow good crops and 
towards Pentecost and you want more of the Holy Spirit, that type of visioning is rather different to the type of vision that you may have felt subjected to or more bound to during the period of Lent. Whether or not you were engaged with Lent, whether or not you were observing it and taking part in it or not, regardless of that, I believe that you will still have felt a difference in terms of your focus. Now, I'm not saying that every person is going to be able to focus in on the Holy Spirit and know what to do. There's going to be a whole lot of people that won't have a clue. There's a whole lot of people with their eyes fixed firmly on me. <laughs> now I'm like, well that's okay. I'm like, please, and remember I was like, well please don't just do this because I'm doing, there's some things, yes, I'm doing it, yeah, you've got to do. But there's other things that like, uniquely as a unique role I'm called to, and you're not called to that. Just because I'm doing it, doesn't mean to say that you should just go ahead and do that. Um, I was walking about and I actually saw something today and I, I had these little like, boys going past, I didn't notice them, I just looked up after they had said something, made some remark and barely looked up, but I was busy looking at something and it reminded me of a conversation that I was having with someone and it was almost like that conversation is popped right there in, a, in terms of a product, now this happens a lot, alright, it's like the burning edges of Corona, of the Corona, like what's coming from the inside is burning off at the end and we're getting the products out the other end of it, like just showing up on a shelf, it's amazing like how that appears to happen and so it just reminded me of the conversation, I'm just going to say it, basically someone that I was having a conversation with, they had been going to, the, going to sunbeds, right, and like they were like a lobster and there was this cup and it was like you are my lobster and it was from friends now of course being this person I don't even know is it like a friendly thing it must be if it's from friends he's certainly not my lobster but it was just funny because we had that conversation it's maybe something more for him and he's like um who whoever he's with or who he's going to be with in the future his future spouse whatever I don't know, maybe, maybe it is for friends, um, as I say, being that it comes from the show Friends, um, who knows, in any case, it just reminded me of our conversation, I'm like, there, it just pops right up on the shelf, you know, like, oh my goodness, um, and so I took a photo of it, and as I was taking a photo, these little boys were seeing what I see, they were like, loving it! <laughs>
we go. I wonder if he'll be able to get that bird send the message to him at some point. Uh, just on another note as well, like um, noticing that like I've got friends and particularly like guys that you know from like school or whatever getting in touch as well and reaching out and I was just so thankful for one of them from school like walking me back home was so kind and of course he came in as I say to and he said hello to my mom and the dog I think I wonder if he maybe is like I think he might be the first person who's actually been there and met my mom uh, you know who actually used to go to school with me wow that's quite something anyway um that's very interesting and that's out of a matter of respect uh, as well because of what mum's like she can be quite closed off like that and uh she doesn't even like bring her own friends up she's really you're like you've been talking because you can't share you know folk have been talking or they're up to something when they can't kind of like share friendships so they block different like friendships off or whatever but anyway uh, i don't know and unless it's a respect thing as well but um yeah i tend to do that but i just thought when he asked that i thought i'm not going to ignore him and it is really nice that he's doing that so i thought yeah okay and it's totally like fine all like chase celibate stuff all good as expected and then I realised like I think I asked him as well because um, not that it entirely matters but just after some of the things he was kind of saying I was like wait a minute what um, turns out he has got I think he's got like a, a partner as well like all these guys getting in touch with me that have partners it's funny isn't it um, and, uh, and just what's going on different people and I feel like God has given me this role and I don't know why but I mean I tend to get like attention from guys and I understand them I am not masculine or manly or whatever I'm very feminine but I do an understanding and an awareness with the Holy Spirit so perhaps there's that as well I don't really know hopefully it's my personality maybe they're all looking out for me they're all my troops I guess that's it as well um, and I am really trustworthy being chasing celibate so that's all good but I do think that also there is like a role there as I mentioned already that of like helping people as well within the arena of relationship and it helps me to understand see how people are getting on as well but I do think that's an area of focus is relationship and like you know encouraging people to be like you know kind and thoughtful sincere and loyal they're with and like I know there's different ways to look at this again because the different tier system of of what we've just talked about those who are in Pentecost those who are in Easter those who 
power that's in Christ, like, you know, from the Holy Spirit says to people, like, you're not really, should really marry kind of thing. But because of the way that humans can be, if they are called to be with someone, then they should marry them and be loyal to that one person. And then, of course, we have the different trajectories based on the types of coupling from the fact that we have the most holy family, um, you know, Mary and Joseph, and the fact that they were new in terms of they were brought together in Christ, and they did not enter into marriage in the same way as, say, the wedding feast in Cana. So, you know that the wedding feast in Cana, they hadn't fully understood Christ. They were just starting to understand Christ. I think they just saw him as like Mary and Joseph's, you know, son at that point, And he hadn't really worked any or performed any miracles in front of them. So they just knew him as like a kind of like a local or someone nearby. They didn't quite get it yet. Um, but that type of marriage, because they didn't really get them yet, they were still to get them, if you understand. So they did like a kind of what would be like, maybe like recognized as old order kind of things. They were in like an older covenant with their marriage. And of course it was like a kind of public marriage and celebration type of thing. And so we can see that there's there's two different types of people there with that. And, Maybe that's why I've got the likes of like, um, you know, my associates, my friends who are kind of like, they'll, they'll describe these people as their partners. But the thing is that even Mary and Joseph, although they weren't ceremonially married in an old order, like pre-Christ type of way, they were definitely considering themselves as married because it talks about this in the actual, um, in the scriptures. It says, even to Joseph, like before he actually considered Mary as his wife fully, he said, um, you know, fear not, Joseph, to take Mary as your wife. And so it's really important that people, just because they aren't ceremonially ceremonially, I should say, married in that way, like in the old order, like the wedding feast in Cana, you know, before they properly understood Christ, you know, Christ was just starting to perform miracles there, you know, they were already married by the time he performed his miracles, so they married before they got him, you see what I mean? Nobody's talked about this before in this way, right? So, welcome to this way of discussing it. I didn't even discuss this before. They didn't get him. They didn't understand the level of Christ and the miracles that he could perform until after they were married. So they were married in the old order before they got Christ and understood Christ and they weren't connected to him in that way. They were seeing him in a different way and so they were marrying in a different way. But Joseph and Mary, Mary and Joseph as far as we know, we're married in a new way. So they still would have called each other husband and wife though. This is a big point. So it's important to state that 
you know, guys, if you're listening to this, if you're one of my associates as well, you've got like, you know, a partner, or if, you know, you're one of my female friends and you have got a partner, you know, well, I guess if you're a female, you know, you've got to be waiting. I know we talk about, well, even further in the new order, there's no separation from male and female, but there is, it just means that you're united together you understand each other but you're still biologically and spiritually to a certain extent quite unique and different and I suppose therefore no doubt you know some of you will need to kind of like wait I suppose for um, actual like wording actual words from you know your your male partner for him to actually you know state this to you and confirm it um i mean i don't know what, what did mary actually you know do or think about that you know did joseph actually say to her you know you're this to me or did they just know is it like this you know where people just say well this is my partner kind of thing i don't know um, I think it was probably more than that because if the spirit actually said to Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, and then of course he took her into his home, he therefore by those words would expressly understand that Mary was his actual wife. So I'm sure that by the spirit of him understanding that, he would express it by word as well. So I think that, you know, guys listening, you know, um, you need to know the Holy Spirit is actually, you know, saying to you, like, this is your wife. Don't be afraid to take this person as your wife. Like, I really think, like, you, you know, wouldn't go amiss to actually describe your partner instead of just your partner, like, to actually express to them that you believe them to be your wife then they can therefore expressly understand you as their husband and uh, this can be understood in the wider context between other people because you are meant to be loyal to each other in any case um, and this is really important for, for children but it's something absolutely that you know only males can actually achieve in terms of um, bringing it to the fore and making it official, you know, in any case, whether it's ceremonially, old order, or, you know, it is by the spirit, new order, it just depends what order, but, you know, in any of the orders, expressing it is very important, even in the new order. Okay, so I just wanted to say that, like, I think, you know, I want to give you a push in the right direction to say to the person that you're with, um, you know, maybe like express that to them, like say to them, like this is who you are to me, like, um, you know, um, I remember someone said that to me, they wanted to know like what we were to each other and I was like, oh my gosh, I was so young, well I felt so young and that's it, like when do you know that someone is ready, when do you know that someone is kind of at that level I mean I was 20 20 when someone actually actually asked me those words what are we to each other 
even before that, when I was really, really young, I remember like, you know, like having like uh, a boyfriend, not in the, the same kind of aspect as, you know, an adult might understand that, nothing like, you know, a consummated in terms of that or whatever in that way, but like a boyfriend and he would be talking about marriage. I think we must have been like 15 or something and he was talking about things like that. talking and they could be just using people you know as 
not like Joseph where he's like truly like you know totally loyal to God and his oath and his vows with God not Satan or you know what I mean and he truly is loyal to Mary right it's totally a marriage by the Holy Spirit by being brought together by Christ I mean, there's some people out there, it might look like that's what they're doing because they're kind of living with each other as the same, but they're just shacking up. They're not loyal, they're not committed, and they haven't had that conversation at all in their head or with the other person. So there's totally different people, and I can understand that. And that's the press. That's the press as well when you get people in the old order that are married ceremonially, and then they're pressing they're pressing but they're getting pressed as well you see so they're both getting pressed people that are like needing to make a proper commitment come away from Satan and make a vow they either need to go I mean you wouldn't go into the old order but you either need to go into the old order marry that way or you need to be in the new order and marry that way um, and commit properly to someone you know or be single like St Paul says like you shouldn't really get married but if you feel like called then you you should marry that one person commit to them so it's either one or the other um, and that's where these people are pressing each other because if they're in the old order and they've married ceremonially they probably don't have Christ they probably haven't accepted Christ they probably haven't like the wedding feast at Cana they would not have experienced the miracle until somewhere afterwards and then they're like oh wait a minute now Christ is with us was Christ with us all along and then there's that question so you've got to discern all these things but yeah this is more of an encouragement I think to people who could well be in the new order um, you know just do it just be confident either let that person go don't use people let the person go if you know if you know that this is not right Holy Spirit hasn't told you to be with them let them go or if you really think that you are being called then make the commitment. Do one or the other. Um, but I think that if you can be feeling called to that kind of commitment, just do it. Just be confident and say to them. All right, well, I guess that's it. I didn't expect this to be the outcome of what we're talking about. I am really thankful in any case that this has been the word and that we brought this new to the four here um, and the understanding there oh I think we could delve in deeper with this with the wedding feast in Cana I think we really could look what was going on there so was Christ with them all along does that mean that he's with everybody all along even if they um, ceremonially marry well what's an interesting one isn't it it really is interesting um, it just means that they didn't understand Christ beforehand wow okay and during their marriage even wow what on earth well um okay i don't know i think we'd better go into that i think we probably should go in a little bit more in depth there's going to be a lot of focus i'm going to pray to the holy spirit to give me some answers to this i really want to know it's, it's very interesting to me um love it i really do <laughs> i do love it Yes, so we're we'll looking forward to that, and I hope you'll come and join me for this the next time. I, I don't know when it'll be that I'll be called to focus on it again, but hopefully.
hopefully it is soon. It'll just depend on the answers that I get when I get them from the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to rush. Um, but I hopefully will get them very soon. Alright, 